doctors in the house, so lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is Unfiltered, uncensored, our 20th episode of this season. And probably going on three months of the coronavirus. It's been a long, long time. I guess we're all tired of it. But thank you for tuning in. This is Dr. Ron, and we're going to have a few little news episodes for you today and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Generally, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I know exactly what my guests are going to do, but today we're going to sort of wing it a little bit. And uh, before we get going, I have to tell you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are, enc- you are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. Let's have some gratitude. Hey, how about our hands? Look at your hands. Look at look at what they do. We should be grateful for having those hands. And let's try to appreciate beauty. Let's try, try to find the best in others to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy char- child, a garden patch, a redeemed social condition to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. That's to be, that is what Ralph Waldo Emerson said. You need to succeed and don't educate your children to be rich, educate them to be happy. So when they grow up, they will know the value of things and not just their price. Eat your food as your medicines. Otherwise you have to eat medicine as your food. You are loved when you are born. You will be loved when you die. In between, only you are in charge of your life. Think about it. So it looks like the seven best doctors are God, sunlight, rest, exercise, diet, self-confidence, and friends. And we can't forget the friends and social gatherings of this COVID social distancing really 
really hard on a lot of people. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a shout out to all our first responders, uh, and our nurses, our doctors, our firemen, our police officers, everyone out there trying to keep us safe and keep themselves and their families safe. I hope we all remembered our veterans yesterday on Memorial Day, people that gave their life for, our, for what we have today. I want to thank Dr. Wong for last week. I know it went on a little long. It was a little confusing, but, you know, all our shows are archived, and you can listen to them again. And you can listen to Dr. Wong's uh, YouTube show with number 370. And that was him giving us the supplements we need to do in case we are forcibly vaccinated. And we'll get into that later. And those basically were activated liquid zeolite, okay, Liquid chlorophyll, isoprinosine, I-S-O-P-R-I-N-O-S-I-N-E, isoprinosine, ivermectin, I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N. Believe it or not, it's used in animals, but orally it works really well, along with some doxycycline, which is the old vibromycin for this uh, COVID. Isn't that something? Doxycycline making a comeback. And he also mentioned zinc and quinine. Zinc at about 220 milligrams a day and quinine. Well, with quinine, you can get quinine and hydroxyquinolone, but you also can get it in tonic water. And if you take that with a zinc or zinc citrate, uh, you'll, you'll prevent this COVID virus from uh, mutating and getting into our cells. Uh so what's going on? What, what, what is happening in this world of ours? One thing happening in my field is physicians are not being allowed to practice their, their, their profession. They're being told what to do. They have a drug out called hydroxyquinolone, but now since 1955, they're not allowed to prescribe it in COVID patients. You know, I wasn't thinking of starting with this, but maybe I will because hydroxyquinolone you know, if, if you take a bunch of people falling out of an airplane, okay, and some of them are infected with COVID, they're just falling, and they have this virus in them. Well, wouldn't it be nice if they had a parachute? Because right now, the high-risk people are going to be hitting, hitting, hitting the ground, putting on a ventilator, and dying. The tests are, are horrible, when we talked about that last week. So with this analogy, it would be good to have a parachute. And this parachute, you know, you should, as soon as you start falling out of the airplane, you should, you should start take, taking this drug. This will be your parachute. Hydroxyquinolone with daily zinc and vitamins D3 and vitamin C. They slow this virus from duplicating itself and slow its velocity down. So you can't open a parachute. If you're falling out of an airplane, you can't open it too soon, right? But once you're near the ground, it's too late. So hydroxyquinolone plus zinc, when or after any of your tests are positive, maybe too late. This might be good to, to start as a prophylaxis, but it's only a buck a day, you know? You know, it's not... $1,000 a day, the one Fauci wants everybody to take. That's never been proven to work anyway. And if you're on ACE inhibitors, 
or ARBs, the angiotensin, well, the ARBs, they're like Valsartan, uh, uh, Diavan. You know, you're going to fall really more rapidly. So you want to maybe, if you're in an area and you have to get out, you might want to start thinking about this hydroxychloroquine. But some doctors are being persecuted for using it. And if you take it too late, it's not going to work. And that's why some studies show that this drug does not work late. Even if you take it with that Zithromax, the z We don't have socialized medicine, but independent physicians uh, are sort of being forced to rely on Fauci's faulty testing. And it's a, it's a darn shame. So what's the risk of opening that parachute shoot too early? Taking a low-dose hydroxychloroquine, 200 milligrams per week or less after a small loading dose. This drug has a half-life of 22 days. So 200 milligrams per week. You might need less. So low-dose hydroxychloroquine has little danger of side effects. And it's even safe in pregnancy because it's been used in malaria patients that are pregnant. You always want to consult your physician. And there could, there's a chance that, you know, we're going to have a second wave because we don't have herd immunity because everybody's been inside. And this COVID-19 virus, I think it's had 25 mutations already. So ask your physician if you're in a high-risk category. Maybe you want to take 200 milligrams once a month to prepare for these further mutations. And don't forget your multivitamins and vitamin C and vitamin D3. And remember, the half-life of hydroxychloroquine is 22 days, long time. All right, so look, let's, um, let's talk about a few things. First thing, let's, let's talk about the, uh, all the projections that uh, the CDC and Fauci made. And you let me know whether, what you think of them. There are people that are writing that this lockdown should be rescinded immediately. And that Fauci has to be investigated to find out why he pushed this catastrophic measure. There's a, there's a fellow out there called Matt Margolis. He's over at PJ Media. He's reporting that the CDC now estimates that the case fatality rate, now remember that, the CFR, may be only 0.4 tenths of a percent. 0.4. Now, that's the case fatality rate. They were much lower than what Fauci told us, or Dr. Scarf, the Scarf lady. They said it would be 2, 3, 4%. And that's what got us into this lockdown. This case fatality rate is those cases in which someone with symptoms had a test confirming they were infected.
and some that were not confirmed, just symptomatic. There's another rate called the infection fatality rate which is the rate among the totality of those infected only. So you can die with COVID, but are you dying from COVID? That's the difference. So the infection fatality rate, the IFR, represents the odds of a random person who contracts the virus as, as of dying. On the other hand, that, that CFR I mentioned, okay, the case fatality rate isn't really of interest to us, right? It's just, uh, is, it, is it just like a normal person trying to understand how the, uh, the consequences, everybody, it's everybody that died, not those with, from COVID. You go to the CDC's website and they estimate that only 65% of those who contract this virus actually wind up with any symptoms at all. That means that the infection fatality rate, those that are that have COVID definitely, is 65%. It gets a little confusing. 65% of the case fatality rate. Anyway, the numbers come down about 0.26%. Zero, and and we, we just really haven't tested everybody yet. So it's going to be less than that. Remember when we, we were told it was going to be 3.4% which is about eight and a half times higher than it is now. So Fauci was wrong. Why? We don't know yet, but we have to find out. It's interesting. Fauci came on and gave us all these bad numbers. And then he goes and writes an article for the New England Journal of Medicine stating that it's a little worse than the common flu. Well, why did he report to his peers in an article in New England Journal of Medicine one thing and tell us something else? Again, I don't know the answer, unless he lied, but we have to find that out. He pushed us into an economic shutdown, and have you anybody seen the amount of suicides? Incredibly, a lot. Nobody's talking about them. Well, we'll talk about them a little later. So... Dr. Fauci has been not been right on hardly anything he's talked about, hardly anything. And how about the vaccine that he's pushing? You know, him and Gates are pushing this Moderna's vaccine. We talked a little bit about it last week. It's the RNA vaccine, championed by Fauci, financed by Gates. It's using an experimental RNA technology. Fauci was confident, huh? He said, well, we don't even need animal studies. This is so safe. Well, here's another mistake he made. They had 15 human guinea pigs, not guinea pigs, humans that suffered a serious adverse effect within 43 days of receiving this, this vaccine. A vaccine with those kind of reaction rates could cause grave injuries to 1.5 billion humans if it was given everybody on Earth. And that's what Gates says should happen. Otherwise, you can't travel. He wants to, he wants to tattoo you like the Nazis t- 
uh, to the Jews. He wants to give you an ID number. By the way, you know, COVID, so, some people say, well, how'd they come up with that name? The C is for certificate. The O is for of certificate of vaccination ID, COVID, C-O-V-I-D, certificate of vaccination ID. You don't hear that. You don't. You won't hear it many places, but here. And you know the challenges for the vaccine are still ahead. Past attempts for for COVID vaccines have always faltered. They get you get the animals. I think they were using ferrets in the other study I read about. They get great antibody response. But when they're exposed to the virus, now that you know, when you have a lot of antibodies, you're supposed to be immune to the virus. But then when they gave the, they exposed these ferrets to the wild virus, they got sickened and died. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. had a good article on that. So where are we? Well, we've been told a lot of, uh, we've been lied to and abused, ladies and gentlemen. Got us all wearing masks. Well, the best definition of a mask that I've come across is that, you know, you don't put up a cyclone fence to keep out flies. A mask induces a hypoxic state. You know, you don't get enough oxygen in. So what happens? Your immunity goes down. It increases your sympathetic drive. What does that mean? It means it makes you nervous. You have more cortisol. Your immunity goes down. There's more carbon dioxide in that mask. You have an increased respiratory rate. So when you're, you know, you have a lot of carbon dioxide and low oxygen, can that be good? And how many people get irritations on their face and now they're touching their face? Viruses are so small. They get through these masks. And then you touch them on the outside. Then you touch your face. The front of these masks are, 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 are laden with bacteria and viruses. You're supposed to wash your hands before you take the mask off with your hands. You see anybody doing that? So there's lots of studies about masks. I mean, one after the other uh, about the damage that they do. Okay. And then there's a study going out now that's not has been peer reviewed, but it's 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 not it's it's not that great a study. It's a review of previous studies, prevents the evidence fairly, but it's quite limited, with no evidence that wearing them in crowded places helps at all, and no evidence at all that it's related to COVID nineteen. And it re- bottom line is they're pushing the study around. It's not even been peer reviewed. But it aligns itself with the findings of a similar review of research studies by the World Health Organization that was published in October of last year, which concluded there was no evidence that face masks are effective in reducing the transmission of the flu. So they want us all to wear face masks. Just crazy stuff happening, ladies and gentlemen. Just really crazy. Okay, so this COVID is a histotoxic, hypoxic injury. In other words, 
you're just lacking oxygen. It's almost like you have a carbon monoxide poisoning, and no one's talking about it. No one's talking about it. You know how many viruses we have? 10 to the 31. You know what 10 to the 31 is? That's a 10 with 31 zeros after it. It's a lot of zeros. That's a lot of viruses. You know, our gut, our body has 380 trillion viruses in it. 380 trillion. So do you think people that the, the, the Fauci's and the Dr. Scarf lady is really serious about this thing? You know, in 2017, the mortality rate from the flu, do you have any idea? Because I know you're not seeing it on television. It was 7%. And now we have a COVID coronavirus that is 0.4, and we're locked down. Nobody's talking to you about air pollution, but it's getting better, thank God, to the lockdown, because that's a good thing. And maybe we, we, we won't be using so much many antibiotics. Anybody have any idea how many any antibiotics we use a year? 4.5 billion pounds. That's B with a billion with a B. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And you know, you hear about people turning blue with this COVID. You know, it happened before. It happened with SARS in 2001, 2002. Same thing. Patients turned blue. The lungs filled with fluid. They, they knew then it was more from a lack of oxygen than respiratory failure. And we went into this already. So I'm not going to review this. But I will tell you that the cyanide levels in our air is r- are rising and the higher they are, the death rate will go up. So maybe this virus, which is real, don't get me wrong, it is a real virus. It can penetrate the cells. But if you're predisposed to having further injury, in other words, if you have a lot, if you have gotten a lot of flu vaccines, if you're on an ACE inhibitor, if you're on an AR2, if you're on a statin, you're more prone to get the side effects of this virus. And how do you think your your body's going to react if you wear a mask and you don't have enough oxygen? And and you know what? Airplanes do affect how viruses are transmitted from one area to the other. But it would have gotten there anyway, a couple more days. It would be airborne and get to, you know, it would travel around the world. So when we think about what, what, what do we have to look forward to in, in, in the new normal, probably there will be a lower travel rate. But you know what? That might be a good thing because our carbon monoxide levels and the particulate matter in the air will probably go down. That might be good. Maybe we'll get better used to dealing with uh, each other on a social basis. And maybe we'll go, be going, we'll go from the most medicalized population in the world here in the United States to maybe, you know, not so medicalized. Maybe we'll let doctors go ahead and treat 
people rather than just treat tests. The sad part about this, and, and our virologists know this, and I know Fauci knows it, that coronaviruses have a two-year life history. So here, mark my words. They're going to come out with a, with, a, with a vaccine probably in a year or so, year and 15 months. It's still too soon. It usually takes five years for a vaccine to see all the immediate side effects. They have no idea of the long-term side effects, and we'll get into that another time. But, you know, so they'll have this vaccine out. The virus is going to go away in two years anyway, and then they'll say it all went away because of the vaccine. Mark my words. We have to take care of our elderly. We have to be like Marines. Never leave a soldier. You know, we don't leave our soldiers behind. So we have to take care of the elderly. We have to take care of this tyranny of fear. This is just killing us. We get so much information, five times more now than we ever did on television, computers. It has us stagnated. We don't know what to do. But 99.8% of people recover. They don't tell you that. They just tell you how many people die. And Bill Gates is funding all that uh, mapping at the John Hopkins. So sure, they're going to show you millions and millions of cases. Well, the more they test, the more they're going to find. But a lot of people had no symptoms at all. They just had it and are developing an immunity and go on with their life. So we are a biological body. And we're a spiritual being. We don't want to get trapped. We want to celebrate life. We don't want to stop fearing death. And maybe it takes, we have to work at not being afraid to die. And how do you get rid of your fears? How do you get by them? Well, you have to learn to love more. You have to see our humanity, see the people around us. Love each other. That is going to be the new normal. Appreciate your days. That that's my take on this. If we come out of this and 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 we don't drive as much and we just maybe walk more and enjoy life more, this may not be so bad. Because the particulate matter in the air is increasing and. Certain areas uh, like Italy, you know, with the airports and the glyphosate and all the vaccines, you can you can almost uh, correlate that with the COVID. And ladies and gentlemen, the United States, we spend so much money, but on the list of healthy countries, we're down at the bottom. And as I said, we take the most medicine of any country in the world. We are a sick nation. 35th in the world in illness and death, 35th. You'd think we'd be first or second, right? So if the Fauci's of the world were serious about this this, this uh, coronavirus, they should tell everybody that's on a statin drug to stop it, everybody that's on an ACE inhibitor to stop it. You know what the side effect of an ACE inhibitor is if you take it every day is a cough, they would tell everybody on ARBs, get off them, get on a calcium channel blocker, and don't take a flu shot because the flu shot has corona and retroviruses in it. But you didn't hear that from anybody. You heard it here. You heard, you'll hear it from some other physicians that are on YouTube. 
that's what we need to do. And the mental illness from this this virus is incredible. You know the tenth leading cause in the United States now is suicide. Increase of thirty one percent with this virus. Well, people staying inside, they're losing their jobs, no place to go, no interaction with other people. We are a socialized social people. And in the past, economic conditions correlated with the number of suicide attempts, right? And we got to keep that in mind. And suicide very rarely, ladies and gentlemen, is the result of just having free will. These are usually thought out. It's a conscious decision, a rational decision, uh, not always psychiatric. So there are people during this pandemic that are struggling with mental illness. We really have to find a way to take care of them and get them treated. Okay, so where are we? Well, we we definitely want to turn our Wi-Fi's off at night. We want to take the vitamins we talked about, the zeolite, the probiotics. Uh, you want to have some ivermectin on hand. Get that at a feed store. One cc per hundred pounds, and half a cc for every fifty pounds above that. You take it orally. You mix it with anything: scotch, beer, wine, cranberry juice, whatever. Okay. And you want zinc. You want either zinc and lozenges or, or Dr. Wong's zinc, which is a zinc citrate. You want, you want to take zinc every day. It's really important during this time. And you want to stay educated. You want to be the CEO of your own body. You want to learn more about these RNA vaccines. They go in your body, and they become part of you. And they may produce antibodies, but... Do they protect you against the virus? And that's the $64,000 question. So far, the answer is no. So far, the answer is no. So what do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to come in and uh, have the Army take come in and put us all down and give us a shot? I don't know. I think there's too many people with guns. I don't think that's going to happen. How do you, how do you vaccinate 7 to 8 billion people anyway? But they might make it hard. They may want to have everybody have this vaccine with this ID in it so they can track us for the rest of our life. You know, you see all these apps with contact tracing. What do you think they're for? So they make people paranoid. They make us turn on one another. You you come in contact with somebody who had COVID-19. Now you're in this tracing app and you have to be vaccinated. Because you are, quote, unquote, you have to protect the public. They may even have your boss say, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you can't work. You don't know what kind of what kind of pressure they could put him under. The cultural part of it is probably going to be uh, pretty strong in the future. Because companies are going to say, we proudly are giving free shots. Well... These shots, you know, they're, if they're so safe, why are people dying from them? And B, why can't you have sex and have children after these shots? What are they afraid of? Yeah, are we we're, we're human guinea pigs? You know, and, and, and every time there's a flare-up, more shots, 
Maybe you can't get on airlines because uh, you don't have that tattoo. And I keep comparing it to the Nazi Germany. So we're going to be uh, forced forced into this one way or another. Culturally, collectively, uh, maybe militarily. It's probably be a full-time job for some people. Trace contacts and get them vaccinated. Then we'll have Bill Gates on a TED Talk telling us how great it is. And yet his kids aren't vaccinated. So I'm told. Incrementally, Gates wants us all vaccinated and ID'd. covid Certificate of Vaccination ID. Don't forget that. You heard it here. Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. So we know about the mass worthless. We know hydrochloroquine, uh, probably something you want to think about. If you're in a high-risk group, uh, you may want to keep someone hand. You might want to listen to last week's program or Dr. Wong's about what to do in case you are forcibly vaccinated. You know, there's a doctor, there's an epidemiologist, there's uh, even a doctor that studied with Fauci. In New York, he was not allowed to prescribe COVID. He had to go to a private hospital to do it. Isn't that crazy? And, and Fauci liked uh, hydroxychloroquine a couple of years ago. I guess he, he figured out with the Gilead and Resminerier, he could make more money. So now, now he doesn't like it. It's only been around for 60 years, so how the heck? You know, how, how, how are we letting people get away with this? You should read about Dr. Stephen Smith. He was trained by Fauci. He's the guy I told you about. And he's, he's really enthusiastic about this uh, malaria drug. Graduated at Yale. How's that? Pretty good credentials, right? But he said, quote, I don't have words to describe how frustrating this all is. There is there's just a craziness out there, and I don't know how to correct it. The truth doesn't matter anymore, from Dr. Smith, unquote. Yeah, he wants to use hydroxychloroquine, and they won't let him use it. Quote, either I've gone nuts or they have. But we can't both be sane, unquote, he said, in New Jersey. And he himself had been taking hydroxychloroquine since March, before he even began treating patients with it. In April, he said, a poll of 6,200 physicians in 30 countries found hydroxychloroquine to be the best drug available to treat COVID-19. The 19, where'd that come from? First letter of the alphabet is A, that's the one. The ninth letter is I, artificial intelligence, AI. All code. He calls hydroxychloroquine a game changer and he's not allowed to use it. Isn't that crazy? Well, I could go on and on, but look. 
We're going to start talking about things that we can control next week. We're going to start talking about our immune system. Talking about keeping our shower head clean. How many people clean off their shower head? You know, if you have a dirty shower head and that, that water goes on your head, you know, you can get pneumonia. So maybe we should be you know, a little more conscientious about after we take a shower, clean off that uh, shower head, huh? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I don't want to rip and roar, but we're, we, you know, if we uh, welcome our humanity and realize we are human, okay, and spiritual beings, and treat each other with respect, kindness, and gratitude, we can come out of this thing. Maybe have a little bit more respect for the environment, okay? That, that's not a bad thing. Uh, Decreasing the amount of carbon we put in the air so we don't have so much particulate matter and so much carbon monoxide, you know. So uh, if we all stay together and stay on track, we might be able to come out of this thing. And please do not fall into the trap. If you have antibiotics at home and don't feel feel good for any reason, you say, well, I'll just take some. I have a Z-Pack I've been saving. Don't do that. Because we can't forget about the superbugs we used to talk about all the time. Remember that clause, the C. diff, right? 2.8 million a year, 35,000 deaths in this country every year, according for, for these drug-resistant superbugs like C. diff. 35,000 year in, year out. So don't invite that enemy into your house, okay? Antibiotics don't kill viruses. When they're used with ivermectin, hydroxyquinolone, Hydroxychloroquine, yeah, I mean, there's a, they do treat the secondary infection. But please don't be a, say, well, I got a headache, I got a sore throat, I want to take an antibiotic. That's your last, last option. So we're going to get out of our houses, and we're going to have our surgeries and checkups and everything else. But please don't load up on antibiotics. There is zero proof that antibiotics can protect you from getting infected with the coronavirus or catching COVID-19 prophylactically. Okay, there's, we talked about hydroxyquinolone, hydroxychloroquine, different, different uh, drug altogether. Okay? So, uh, I'm not going to take any questions today. I'm going to see all the callers here, but just know that we're going to get back to a more normal schedule next week. Uh, talking about things that matter for your health, for your longevity. And uh, we'll start bringing back our special guests. And uh, we'll have uh, our friend Freddie, who's been writing songs for me. Wrote a great song for our daughter's birthday. Wrote a great song when Pop died. And now he's just uh, starting to fool around with writing a closing song for our podcast. So we do appreciate. We have an attitude of gratitude for Fred. Man was a professional musician his whole life, toured with B.B. King. What a guy. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. This is episode 20, the new normal. It, we're going to have to work at it. Why this happened? I would ask you to, uh, if you're interested in why it happened, it's beyond my pay grade, but I would ask you to, to look up a 
video by Dr. Shiva, S-H-I-V-A. And it has to do with uh, money. The big guys were having too much time, uh, too much trouble paying a 10% interest rate to the Fed back in the last quarter of last year. So they wanted to make sure the interest rate came down. That's his theory. And they did it by locking us all down. Decreased demand for everything. Oil prices fell. Interest rates fell. They're zero now. So they went from 10% in the last quarter of last year to zero. So we're uh, sort of pawns, but we do, uh, hopefully we can get together and get on one page with this thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great rest of the week. It's been good talking to you. Tell your friends uh, about Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. We're here live every third, every Tuesday. And uh, we are on Alexa. We are on Google. We're on Spotify. We're every place you go. Just, just say Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. You will get our podcast. It's been great talking with you. I thank you and have a good one. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, it's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain, call the doctor If you have a strain, call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week.